Dude, what have you been up to, man? Just sitting around waiting to podcast. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome into Pace the Nation. Broadcasting back here at Studio 1A in downtown Arlington, Virginia. Back, 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 back again for episode 201 of Pace the Nation. In the famous Studio 1A here. We are back. Excited to be back after a little bit of a break. And I've got a full crew back with me. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Alongside me across from me it's Tess Strike. Tess how are you? I'm good how are you Chris? Uh, doing great glad to be back in the saddle here after a quite a break and we'll um, have to get caught up with everybody including our other co-host to, to our left here it's uh, William E. Docs. Docs what's up? Are you channeling your your inner Chris Berman with the back 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 back? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of baseball talk right now actually it's a trade mm-hmm. deadline it's uh, the July trade deadline th- today yeah yeah July 31st so uh you know, I don't miss Chris Berman doing that stupid call. Or generally, I just think ESPN's better without. He he was a you know trailblazer and great, but yeah, yeah. I liked Chris Berman when he did the NFL Prime Time with with uh, <laughs> yeah. Tom Jackson. Tom Jackson, yeah, and uh, Chris Mortensen. Mm-hmm. That was yep. the best. Robin Roberts actually was on that too. Yeah, yeah uh, that that was when that was when life was good. You're showing your age. Mm-hmm. Be careful. Hey man, um, <laughs> Doc's. Uh, Good to have you back. Good to good to see you, Tess. It's been a while. It has um, been a while. This is episode two hundred one. I didn't have to look it up because uh, we had our um, longest episode ever. Y'all, we are also still surrounded by the evidence of episode <laughs> yeah, two hundred. Yeah, I know. We got to destroy that evidence because I did lose to uh, uh, grade school kids in a trivia contest. Uh, but I did want to say thanks again to everybody who contributed to that uh, amazing episode. Uh, thanks to Docs. How many hours did it take you to actually edit oh that show? Oh, my God. That was a really – I'm glad we had two weeks to edit that. That <laughs> took a really long time to edit. So the full two weeks. Because, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Because, like, I gave you guys 30, 40, 50 seconds of silence to mm-hmm. to write your answers. And it made it look like everything was rapid fire. Yeah, it was seamless. And it was still a long show. I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed <laughs> yeah. the show. Um, I appreciate all the listeners who uh, contributed and the listeners who actually listened to the whole show. Kudos to you. Yeah. Um, it was. Nice for, it was for the show. Was for the people that would listen to the whole thing. Yeah, all the way exactly. Through. That was That's the, who it was our for. Our diehards. So. And now we're back to the casual. Listeners. Yes, exactly. We are back, and we've got a big show to get to. Um, thank you for that segue. Uh, Jose Ortiz is going to be on the program today. Jose is with a great program that he founded. It's called Run Hope Work. Uh, this program is for inner city Washington DC youth um, mostly youth who Utes. are who are looking um, for some direction and he gives them direction through running through some spiritual meditation and through work uh, so excited to talk to uh, Jose about what he's building here in Washington DC that's really the infrastructure is around running which is super cool uh, also in today's program we got to get caught up with what happened at the World Cup I know it was uh, a month ago. Can you imagine any of our listeners who <laughs> this is their only form of updates? Uh, yep. Man. So we got we got to make sure everybody because we are the uh, number one resource and running podcast for the Women's World Cup. Correct. So we will we will talk about that. Also in today's program, uh, want to talk about a story Docs brought up. Uh, Probably a month and a half ago. Well, that would be the last time we recorded. Yeah, no, no, no it's before the last time. And, we and I just didn't get to it. Yeah, because you had some, to go back to babysit. And there was some some tragic developing news uh, from that story. So we will talk about that. It related to a former guest we had as well. That'll be the tease on that. Um, also in today's program, USA's happened last week. Uh, my wife was out in um, Iowa. I think Ames, Iowa. I think it was. Is that where uh, Drake is? Uh, that's where USA's happened. A lot of great results, and um, so we've got a couple notable ones that we want to bring up. Also today, running-related, uh, the Olympic trials and is still happening. We're still looking for sponsors for the marathon trials in February, and some news came out about that. 
And then finally, uh, a story that um, really bothered me that I want to talk to you guys about. Oh, good. Uh, you have a favorite. thorn in your paw. <laughs> <laughs> but before we do all that and before we get to Jose, I want to get caught up with you, Docs, later on the program. But Tess, we'll start with you. What's been going on? We haven't seen each other in about a month and a half. I know. Now. So much has happened. Yeah. So what's going on? I was in the Catskills, which okay. was beautiful. So a little vacation. Yeah, a little vacation. It was with my almost my entire family on my mom's side. So it was okay. like 25 people. Nice. Uh, wow. I mean, it's amazing. It's also hurting cats. And again, hurting cats in the Catskills. Oh, my, yeah. Hurting cats nice. in the Catskills. That, was that a pun? No. <laughs> no? Okay. I All wish right. I planned that. Yeah, okay. That would have been okay. beautiful. Right. Um, so 25 get together a whole family get together 25 people very cool yeah lots of cooking lots of eating some time at the lake it was just restoring and nice. rejuvenating how, how, and how much how, how much running did you get done um i actually ran every nice. day very good yeah nice. okay. and the one day i didn't run i did a serious vertical hike okay that i was out of breath for the entire time so i think that counts it's at I, like a 30 percent incline for two miles I, that definitely is a workout yeah um <laughs> Now, I don't want to get back into, are you smarter than a grade schooler, a fourth grader, or a sixth mm-hmm. grader, but... You want to know the where cats, the cat skills are. <laughs> how did you know? How did you know? You know I'm, I'm racking my brain here. I'm thinking it's north. It is. It's north. It is. So the weather was probably a little cooler. It than was it's been, it's been super hot here. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, Pick a state. State. Um, Winterfell. Nah, it doesn't help me. Is uh-huh. that a Game of Thrones thing? It, it is. is. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Um, I love this shock and surprise. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it, it's that when uh, it sounds Game of Thrones seems like it's in another lost land. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely not in our country. So I, no. I know it's not. I would say probably upstate New York. Wow, is that right? You did so wow. good. I mean, my nice. perspective is so zero points. A, yeah, but like, <laughs> I'm a city kid from yeah. like New York City, so to us, everything is upstate. New yeah, York. <laughs> right. Okay, so it's how, how close is it to where Joanna lives? Uh, former co-host of the show. I don't think I can speak to that. Yeah, Syracuse to the Catskills. All right, Michael P. Miller, you've got a task. Let us know how long, that, how far that goes. Who knew there's going to be homework on yeah, this show? Seriously, uh, are very cool. Well, that's good that you had to get together. I'm psyched that you're running every day. Yeah, are you on track to do uh, any sort of uh, race this fall? No, no. Just but that's okay. I think I might. Um, a couple of the girls and I are thinking about doing Richmond. I know one of them's doing the marathon. Someone might be doing the half. Cool. I'll roll into a shorter than half option. There's there's a couple of those in Richmond. I think there's yeah. a half, and then there's a shorter than half. I, don't I think know we'll make a one. week. I don't know if it's a 10k or. A but I think she's talking about the same day, Farley, not just like going to Richmond oh, at different gotcha. times gotcha. with her friends. Yeah. Well, I think there's a whole series of races. Yeah, I think that it's same a whole day. weekend of yes. like. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it's all the same day, but definitely gotcha. uh, the half and the full are at the same day. Yeah, I think but the, the AK shorter might be ones. the day day before or something. Mm-hmm. Anyways, minutia. But okay, very good. Um, and your job is uh, still good. I love it. Still employed? No, still employed. Still Haven't been fired convi- yet. Can't, My convince you, can't convince you to come work at the podcast. <laughs> My 90-day review is tomorrow. So if I do wow. get fired, that All right. would be well, the time. Well, you got a spot here with us. As of sure. this recording, you're employed. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I started working from home on Wednesdays, which is a game changer. That's very cool. Except right. I'm definitely torn about working in my pajamas. Yeah. Like in some ways, I'm super comfortable. In other ways, I don't feel like I ever really wake up. Because I stay in my pajamas well, on the doc, couch doc, all day. I, I'm with Docs is an expert in working in his pajamas. So uh, let's no. let this expert speak here. No, um, I used to wear running clothes when I would work. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, if it was the winter, I would wear like the. Right. I'd wear like running pants and and like a like a running top. And then we used to have these these phone conferences, and then we did video conferences. I like the phone conferences because you put headphones on. And just walk around the, the the house or go outside the house, whatever. But then when we do these video conferences, you're stuck sitting at your 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 desk. But anyway, like what they made fun of me after like a couple months of doing these things. They're like, "You're always in your pajamas." I'm like, "These aren't pajamas. These are running clothes. Are really <laughs> Come on, these Big are like difference. nice running clothes." Right. Exactly. Like Sport Hills, or yeah, um, I don't know what what what's the what's the uh, the Sport Hill was the brand of our. T- do you probably don't know what Sport? No, Hill I have is. no idea okay, what that right, is. Yeah. All right, and we're showing. I got Sport age, Hills man. kicking and screaming in college. Yeah, I think Sport Hills were pretty money. They had stirrups. They, they were did first, have stirrups. Oh, they had stirrups. Yeah, yeah. like around time. your ankle to keep your pants yeah. down. Yeah, yeah, yep, very wow. good. Not to keep your pants down. <laughs> no, keep them kind of <laughs> keep yeah, the pants on. No, kind of down though, sort of down around your ankle so they wouldn't fall. You know. Anyways, all right. We're getting our sea legs here. We're getting back to uh, a rhythm here. Uh, we'll be I need, back. I need one of those seasickness pills. <laughs> we'll get back to every week, and we'll get back at a better rhythm. But we are excited. Maybe Next up, 
Uh, excited to be joined by the founder of Run Hope Work, Jose Ortiz, joins us next here on Pace the Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. And now, Tess and Docs, we are excited to be joined in studio by the founder of this inspiring program, Run Hope Work. It's Jose Ortiz. Jose, how are you? I'm doing great, man. Thank you I'm so much great. for making the trek over here. Uh, yeah. From He's in his bike clothes, guys. Uh, he biked over here from Chevy Chase, D.C., right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. All, correct, all right, correct, man. Correct. Nice. Correct. So Chevy Chase no, not is... Not far, not far. Not too far, no. yeah. But Chevy Chase, so I'm a little bit geogra- geography mm-hmm. challenged. As this, uh, it's well documented. I say it all the time. I kind of didn't know there was a Chevy Chase, D.C. I knew there was a Chevy Chase, Maryland. Part Did- two. But yeah, yeah, yeah. There did, is, you, did you know there was a Chevy Chase on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, I did know <laughs> there was a Chevy <laughs> Chase on Saturday. Yes, I did. Um, but yes, yeah, so you biked over here. Um, so you are runner, biker, tra- triathlete. You're a yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. Do you Correct. compete in in do, the triathlon? Do you know or? I've done a lot of triathlons, but I haven't been to competitive the past year. I just okay. kind of just keep training and running and stuff like that okay cool well he's a he's a fit guy he's running an amazing program um he off also um just before we get to questions i gotta mm-hmm. set this up here he also offered us pizza mm-hmm. he said he's over getting pizza uh and, and farley he, you just said no without asking know, any of us the for the record guys. that was really <laughs> nice and and you know it's been we this our 201st episode and our best guest i'll have to say jose mm-hmm bring food so you yes. are you you won us over already so um no you, you get the title without having to do anything yeah that's exactly. a perfect scenario he did he did i like uh, that he did offer us pizza well uh jose uh thanks again for joining us you got an inspiring program that i found out through hillary carnes uh yeah. she's i think on your board of directors yeah or she's like actually that. now like the president of the board yeah oh, that's fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. okay so run hope work yeah. it's in dc yeah. What is Run Hope Work? So Run Hope Work, um, a little quick snapshot is simply, man, that work transforms any community. That's how I have it. And um, and it's because of my life and how my life was. It's so, it so mirrors my life. Mm-hmm. But what Run Hope Work is, is really we just get up with the guys in the morning between 20 and 24. These are knuckleheads that nobody wants to deal with. Right. And, um, but... You know, we know that deep down inside, we all want to do good for ourselves, you know? So they're so, 20 to 20, 20 to 24 ages. Yeah. They're, they're yeah. men. Yeah. And, and, and men uh, and women, too. And, and women, yeah. too. Yeah. And, and they live in D.C. They live in D.C., yeah. Yep. Okay. Southeast. Um, that's that's sort of the, the geographic. And then you and then what we do is we run with them in the morning. And, uh, and the way that I have it is running is just a little snippet of life. You know, you don't want to kind of do it. It's like working. You know, you right. get up. And but you want when you're done, you feel good about yourself, right. you know. It's like kind of working then on the weekend, you got a paycheck, and you know, you're paying your bills, you ain't looking behind your back, right? right. So, so it's a little bit of that, so, so, so a bit of that, right? So, definitely work, obviously, and, and, is, and discipline, and it, just getting it, up yep. in the morning. Yep. Because we also, after that, we the the, the ultimate is we ta- we train them in trades. Okay. You know, I'm you know what, where I came from. I was a, uh, a flooring installer, and that's so my business is in flooring, mm-hmm. and um, so to me it's about trades. So we teach them. They go to Fittish Institute and they get trained in drywall, wow. painting. Um, so instead of glazing, and also and then the the last part of the we, this is our seventh cohort now the last part that we do is we usually we call it like Miss Delma Miss Delma is usually the one in the neighborhood is like a staple in the neighborhood that it's been there for like thirty years but she never really has enough money to fix her house mm-hmm. so we kind of choose that sort of elderly house and then we at the end we have them come back and we do the last training there we spend two weeks and we kind of charge them redo. For that? no no we don't wow. charge them from that no so that's kind of how they learn they you pick a house that needs to be redone yeah and then they kind of learn that, the yeah, trade yeah yeah and wow. then and then the lady kind of comes back and sees mom and wow and grateful she has a new living room and new, dining new room, floor, I mean, floors yeah, kitchen and all that yeah. so so it's you know work gives them structure but yeah. running gives them structure why, For sure. why why running why do you think running? you know because running is really what gave me the idea and, yeah. and it was you know I'm a, I'm a late bloomer in running man i'm not someone that came it was man i was uh 37 mm-hmm. years old you know when i first started running it was a you buddy. don't look a day over 40 yeah he is definitely fit and we'll we'll tweet out pictures uh, of us together at, at, at pace the nation so yeah so at that 37 was, yeah that wasn't yeah. that wasn't the case yeah. back then but it yeah. was my buddy 
said, look, man, let's do a half marathon in Philly. And I said, man, I don't, you know, we did a program with leadership program together. So he's like, well, hold me accountable in a sense. And I will be like, all right, I'll do it. I didn't have a clue what I was going to get into. And I remember just going to the gym and doing a treadmill. And I couldn't even get to three miles, man. I was like, and then, man, one time I was running. And then uh, all of a sudden, I got that. I remember being a treadmill. And I was like, I couldn't stop. Right. I was, I got this sort you of got like, that runner's high, man. That, I, like, that what is this coveted runner's high? This is that, from, yeah. and then, um, and then I got a sense of like, wow, and I felt like a little kid. Then what happened was I trained to like eight miles. Then I got hurt or something, and then I'm like, I don't want to do it. And he will come to my house, my buddy, no matter what. No, you're gonna come. So I ended up going to Philly, and I did a half marathon in Philly. And I remember going to a ten mile. I never done ten miles, and I saw running for your life mm -hmm. and but i really got it in a whole different yeah like i was really running for, for yep. my life and that's how my journey started running and since then man and i and it, and it and i felt like a little kid that's yeah. what happened and after that man i went to biking and i remember i got to the grocery store and i would do it you know i did everything i didn't have you know i didn't have the right shoes that's i didn't really care i was just kind of like like yeah. a kid, I don't know. Oh, it be, shit. Yeah, it became a, became a way of life for you, which is awesome. Yeah. And which, I mean, listen, he just came here from Chevy Chase, and it is, you know, a 6.30. Plus some Pro laps in Rock Creek. Park. Yeah, some laps in Rock Creek, probably yeah, yeah. quicker than driving. So, I mean, it's a good mode of transportation to be able to run or, 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 or yeah. bike in this area, man. So, it makes yeah, a lot but, of sense. But, but, but I, I ran this morning. I ran yeah. this morning. And I, uh, but running, it, 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 so one time... You know, running, especially when I started doing the long distance, and I started realizing I was somewhat of a runner. I didn't, I didn't really quite know. I didn't have a distinction about running. And the same guy, I thought he was really fast. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a clue. Right. And then we did a five-mile, and it was in Baltimore, the one in uh, in Christmas. is the... Yeah, the cookies is really yeah, like I think cool our buddies up at Charm City Run put on that race. But yeah, okay, so you know yeah, what I mean that yeah, five mile yeah. race, and I, and my whole thing was he was not going to catch me, and I ended up doing like six minute miles. I didn't realize wow. that I could actually, and then that's kind of like I became kind and of you were hooked. Got in, yeah. So yeah. I got hooked. Yeah. yeah. Well, you've obviously gotten a number of of these these athletes that you have that are yeah. involved in run hope work. You've yeah. gotten them hooked to to, to running. But it's probably not that easy. You kind of describe them as twenty to twenty-four year old. I think do you use the word knuckleheads. They're uh, you know to to me it's just man it's just it's, it's just my own experience. Yeah. You know, just to let you know a little bit about, and this is why with them is one time I was running and just kind of hit hit me, man. I I started having an amazing life. I have a business. You know. You know I'm a ex-drug addict, uh, juvenile delinquent. You uh, are. Yeah. And 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 just. Being in what kind the shelters of what kind of drugs and, and, and were you doing? crack, you know, you crack, were doing yeah, crack yeah, 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 yeah. And I was wow. uh, so, but I was in a so. To me, it was more about you know I don't want no schooling and in but a trade is what really and I have a great life really you know. Wow. So so running completed like the whole piece. So I have it like mind, body, and spirit. Like running kind of connected everything for me. Wow. And it was really running that inspired this whole this whole movement you know because wow. it kind of complete my life if that makes sense yeah makes a lot yeah. of sense um, so they're kind of working in reverse they're starting with the running yeah yeah whereas <laughs> you ended with it yeah yeah, yeah well that, that's that's great um yeah yeah so how many people are in the program so we have the cohorts is 15 people per 15. cohort wow yeah yeah so we we might start somewhere around 20 and then sometimes we ended up with eight sometimes 15 but 15 is the you know that's that's the key for us so 15 mm -hmm. or so people mm -hmm. every day five days a week are they showing we up do to it, run yeah what, we what? do it uh we run three times a week okay but they show up five times a week and um tuesdays and thursday they come later they come from 12 to 4 and they do like skills of just uh life skills and stuff like that but on monday monday uh wednesdays and fridays they go they came in we meet right around quarter of seven and mm -hmm. then we, we we run from Anacostia, okay. right right there on that trail. We we just kind of run. We do uh, and we just get to three miles really three miles. because they just again they don't have a first man. They sure. can you know they're block. It's like yeah, you know, they, they've never even heard, seen, you know heard of running. And for right. me, it's great because they're young. Yeah. You know, at first I can kind of like you know, but you know by the time halfway through they whip my ass. But you know, so <laughs> so <laughs> so, so, so you run three miles <laughs> and then there's a meditation piece. Yeah. So and what we do is and the piece that we do and it's not like a 
the meditation, we have different people that does it. We also have apps, and it's simply so we can keep your mind still enough because we know in a job site, you know, it's about your attitude to be able to stop and think. So meditating is like put your phone away so you can start stopping thinking. Also, it, that's why we create a trust. You know, little by little, they start talking to each other. And if you see some other videos, you'll see that's kind of what happens. They create, it creates a community because first I got to gain the trust. You know, you know, I'm almost, you know, I'm 50 pretty much right. not yet, but. But that's the, you know, they. I know it's not. It's not me. You right. know, they're the ones who's going to be able to share that with, with them. So they have to. It's creating a level of trust around it. So the meditation happens, and then mm-hmm. you've got them running. You got them meditating. Got their mind right, and then you're able to cheat, teach them these useful trade skills yeah they and go then they actually go yeah, and work they got trainers like a full day work yeah like, they go they go train and they go train first to do painting then they train a little bit of drywall and then flooring and then they have different jobs you know it's, and it's the reason why we have different trades also is to make sure because this is just the beginning you know any any of the finished trades that you do with your hands is all practice mm-hmm. you know so it's just repetition that you got to kind of get good at but it's just gives them the the introduction and how to do it and 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 what to do and it's really about the discipline showing up because the first sure. step is just showing up and that's why the running is so and, important. and how long are they working per day i mean is this are they putting in full days once in the program the first those three days yes those three wow. days you know we, we we include the running the whole the sure. whole piece is kind of is a full day eight piece. hour yeah, eight yeah. Hour. and are they getting paid for this they get paid yeah they get paid yeah. very very little yeah. they, get, they get something yeah. wow that's that's great and what do you have to do what do you have to show to qualify to be a part of run help work you know, they f- we we come in, they bring them, we do a little bit of a co- couple block run, you mm-hmm. know. So we, we we get them to run, um, and also we come and uh, we have sort of questions that we ask them: What do you want to do, run, hope, work? Um, what 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 do you want in your life? And we kind of hold them accountable based on what they answer, and also what's responsible, what makes a good worker. Yeah. And they might say loyalty, they might say all these words. So then once. We, we go through that process, and then we also have the staff do the same thing so they can feel connected and at the same time, so that way some sort of accountability. And then we have wow. this question that we said that, uh, that I think has been extremely powerful for me. I remember somebody giving me this question, and since then it stuck with me, and it simply is, whose life is it? That's our slogan, whose life, whose is, life is, it? is it? So meaning that's the only question that, that there's is, is to me that I found that it's not threatened and it's very much, you know, it's you. It's like if I ask you whose life is it, you ain't going to say it's your life. It's right. almost it's my life. My so life. so right. great. So you make it happen. So, yeah. And you get – so you're getting these guys really where, accountable. Where are you, where are you finding amazing. these guys? Like they, they find out about the program and they're applying it, it, for it? There's or? some CISOSA. Um, What's that? So that's sort of where they are. They, they, they come out of uh, – there's some sort of probation, okay. you know, and that sort of thing. And then also from DOES, the part of unemployment services and also a lot of it's just simply once they do it they kind of spread to their friends and they come in and you know a little bit of word of mouth there yep for word sure. of mouth i mean that's just cra- crazy these guys i'm imagining and i've seen some videos it's runhopework.org so yeah. check out the website that you've got some great and yeah. great powerful videos on there i mean they're not um they're, they're guys who haven't had structure in their life so the yeah. fact that you're able to like almost flip the switch it sounds like to get them coming in three to five days a week yeah. it's like they're craving this right yeah they're craving the structure no doubt man and, and the streets is tough man the streets are tough you know these these guys man is uh day to day just what happened to Keonti you know so right. that's kind of what that's our life you know and the so, streets are t- I mean this, so these guys are they, they, they have they live in homes or, or some I yes, mean uh, some live in homes correct some live yeah. homes some, sometimes you know a difficult part of the program is that and we're trying to get sort of everyone to be engaged because we got some grants um, based on the city grants also and we it's difficult to fund and the reason being because it's sort of a new sort of way of thinking yeah. it's hard to measure certain things right. and some of these guys the way the rules are the, you know, you can't keep the right the same address for two weeks. You know right. what I'm saying? It's literally, it's very like right. You know, and then but once you get them in, and once they start getting coming in, you know, because also you know we we give them some food because some of these guys don't you know they don't you know wow. they don't really so it's a little bit of that and just getting uh and they also get a sense it's something about a trade and when you finish something and you complete something that uh, it's a great satisfaction yeah. just kind of like money you know but right. but that's all. So that's why finishes is so great. Like you paint a wall, you know how it is. You do something, you step you back, look at and it, you're, you're like, like, "Wow, Shit, yeah, I, I can't did that. Really You know that. what I mean? So yeah. it's a quick, also, right? Yeah, kind of that instant gratification. Yeah, a little yeah. Bit. yeah, yeah. Early success. Yeah. 
Um, I want to talk about Keontae in a, in a second yeah. here. Um, but you hold these guys accountable. You make them write down specific things, right? Is mm-hmm. that part of the program? That's part of the program. Now, do they follow it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a daily That's yeah. a daily thing. That's a daily conversation. Right. But, um, yeah. So what type of things are you having them write down and journal? You know, one of the things, well, I don't have them journal, but yeah. uh, I can just kind of show you. Uh, nice. Things that I do is simply this. I just say dot, 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 and okay. they'll answer it, you know? Okay. So say that. So, so I, am, say, I am so happy and grateful that, and they'll fill it out, whatever okay. that may be. So, yeah, so he just handed, so Jose just handed our, uh, his, his cell phone, which you saw an interesting thing on there, Tess. I'm not sure who cares. <laughs> and uh, I didn't see it. Yeah. I don't want, uh, who, Should we call back the mayor? Yeah. No. Yeah, apparently Mario <laughs> Bowser just called him while we were yeah. podcasting here. That's kind of cool. But anyway, <laughs> so, so he, he, he. I like that you have your priorities straight. I don't, yeah. yeah. I can't talk to you right this now. This is kind of weird. This is kind of weird right now, to be honest with you. So it's very unique. cool. So uh, I appreciate you showing me this. So it gives me. So he puts in, "I'm so happy and grateful." Dot dot dot. And then some of the some of the kids will write back and say to obtain new life skills, to wake up and have a con- constructive day, uh, to be a part of a great crew and be motivated. Uh, grateful to f- have a fa- my family and cook. Grateful I got up this morning. Grateful I'm still waking up every day. Yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, and just little things like that. I I believe. And that comes from because I've been doing it for like 15 years. I just kind of answer that. Yeah. Every so it's kind of like I just say it's changed my life. Just right because I don't tend to think. You know, I'm not the most positive person. But I don't get up. Man, you I seem am the most positive person. What? That's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I keep saying, I keep just yeah. going with that. I'm I'm going through his phone right now. Very <laughs> uncomfortable here. I'm sorry. But they yeah. but they're uh, but but based on that, I see that little statement also shifting the way. It's just I'm trying to get. To start thinking a yeah. different a different way, just you know, you can, you can really do it. So you know, and I think those little things make a big difference, and the no attitude it creates a whole different attitude. You know. Yeah, very Especially, cool. Yeah, um, well, someone's life that you changed, and, and you know, kind of a tragic story uh, that yeah. uh, that you you to- told me about and shared with me. I want yeah. you to. Share I don't that. know if I changed. Yeah, yeah. Is, is it? I, I know he was willing to look at it, and he was. And and his, his name was Keontae, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And and he was part of the program. Yeah, and um, you know, he was a twenty-year-old uh, inner-city yeah, yeah. kid, yeah, who, yeah, yeah. Um, who started showing up. Yeah, and was consistently showing up. Yeah, yeah. He had a he had a he he worked when he was in the program. He was probably when I when I met him, he's definitely was a leader, man. Yeah. Like I knew it, you know. Yeah, like I knew it, you know. It's a guy I would run with him, and uh, he, you know. Start talking me down and look at the eye down, but I would just tell him, Keontae, when we start running, just look at me in the eye, and all of a sudden I just really connected, mm. and and it was really about you know he was speaking through his eyes like it was a like an equal. Yeah, I want to do the right thing. I want to. Yep. This, this is why I'm here. You know and what I mean? And he had been in and out of trouble, out yeah. of jail, stuff like that. Yeah. And you got him going, and you shared with some really great notes where he was responding and and showing how grateful and, and yeah man, showing he, progress and he has um, um which was just really inspiring but ultimately it wasn't a happy ending um no you you after your road race you guys put on a road race june 23rd which he was a part of yeah yeah um he was killed in some sort of gun violence in dc uh, on, right on, on july 4th july 4th july 4th and that yeah. is just such a sobering like yeah realization of what what can happen in like th- that's a world I don't really live in, which is just crazy. And it, it, you know, I feel like I was honored to. It was kind of interesting how it happened because we had a video of him before, yep. And then we had snippets of him, you know. And then all of a sudden, this happened. And but I had this whole thing going on. You know, it was just life. Just, yeah. Hey, this is just what I do. And then that happened. And uh, and then what really kicked it was that that sort of I don't, I don't, it was really a letter. I, I don't want to say a letter, but it was a three-page kind of what he wanted to do in his life, you know, and it was a process of, it was more about his kids. He he wanted to have a house with a garden. He was really about the garden. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and the thing is, if you look at him and the way he looked, you were you were completely judged the opposite. Yeah, because he had tattoos that. all over his face, yeah. a gun tattoo <laughs> yeah. on his face. and Yeah, yeah. but that wasn't him but at that all. that wasn't him. Right. Yeah. So it was interesting. So it's a, it's a whole opposite of what, what my people just walk in the streets, you know, they might... You know, even a job set, I will tell them you can't, you can't, you know, you got, you, you're gonna have to, you, not only that you're, that you're black, you're also gonna have to deal with the fact that you guys have to. So everybody's gonna look at you first right. of all. Is 
They're going to be scared. They don't want to say nothing. Judge by a book by no, a that. cover. Yeah. No, yeah. no. He knew that he had to deal with all these challenges. You know. Yeah. Well, and it, also part of being young is also having that kind of like, you know, look at me. I'm going to go ahead and do it. I'm going to show you spite right, of. You know right, what I'm saying? That kind right. of thing. So yeah. Well, I that. hope that his legacy will inspire you know some positiveness and uh run hope work yeah I, you know after it happened i think it did i think his story is really about that it's possible to have a great life and let's not let's not have this happen you know mm-hmm. and um so to me uh it's to me it's a positive story now when i look back and see what happened because if even if you look at the some of the things that we talked about he had hope he was going the right way but still man it's a difficult thing when you used to a lifestyle and you surround it you know it takes something you know i remember being that age it takes something to just kind of like not feed into your old ways you know so yeah. it was sort of you know. um so i i'm, I'm interested and i'm going to kind of close out with or, or sort of wind down with this um you talked about your old ways. So you were living in the streets yourself. Yeah. Did crack yeah. here in D.C.? Is that No, in Baltimore, man. Baltimore. Baltimore. Okay, Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore and yeah. you grew up with, I mean, what kind of what kind of environment did you grow up? How did you get to that point? You seem like such a put-together positive guy. You know, I and think. And what can, you know, you know, and how can you share that story to make sure others don't go down that path? By doing what I'm doing now. Yeah, yeah. By doing what I'm doing, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like lucky, man, really. I'm lucky because a lot of my friends are not around, and, uh, and, I'm, and I'm here. So, and to me, that's what Run Hope Worker is about. It's, uh, it's just sort of like I can, we can do it. And also, a little detail that I want to share is mm-hmm. uh, the other part about, you know, there, there's the other thing that I see that everything is so pushed about going to university and going yep. to school, yep. and that's, that wasn't my path. Yep. And I know a lot of people... And their path. You Define know I mean? success by definitely going that you know, route. Right? An example is I remember there's a company, maybe I don't want to say their name, but right. it's a company that back in when I when I was installing, somebody saw something in me, so you go on your own. An example is I couldn't read a measuring tape right. per se. So I would write stuff like little lines. You know, I would write literally the little lines over and over again so I can figure out the measurement. But I, but I was good at what I did. And the reason I'm saying that because one company did a test and they didn't hire me and my company's probably three times then <laughs> nice, nice you know what i mean that was nice years later 20 years later but i'm just saying so so you can't judge what so to me it's about you know uh, th- there's another way out but like educational opportunity doesn't mean it doesn't have to mean college you can still right. learn other things in other environments and still grow and learn yeah and, and progress so i'm trying to also like like raise that like there's like it's an equal piece mm-hmm. to that, right? Yeah. If that makes sense. I mean, I could not install flooring. Like I don't even know <laughs> I where don't to start. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's a skill set that I would have not the first. You guys would both flounder. Docs, Docs, works on his house. Like Docs redid his kitchen. That's good. Well, then. you and you and your my brother-in-law your brother, did it. I watched yeah, him do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's he can he can swing a hammer. I can't even swing a hammer, man. Uh, but you can uh, run. I can I can run. <laughs> I used to be able to run, but yeah, run yeah. a little bit. But um, well, you got a great team. Uh, you got a great story. You got a yeah. great team. Uh, you got uh, uh, BJ Page as yeah. your executive director. Yeah. All right, and you have uh, Marcus Ball, who's yeah. one of your program coordinators. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, a great a, great yeah. team. And then he's you, the one who runs with them in the morning too. That's awesome. Yeah. And we mentioned Hillary Carnes. Who hey, Hillary's there. awesome. Yeah. So she was there from the Hillary from. I mean, this was just a thought. It was just a first presentation. It wasn't wow. even in existence. Yeah, run hope workout. It's it's impressive what you've done, man. Yeah. Very very cool. Where do you where do you hope to be? Where is this going to go? Do you know? Do you know? To me, I'm not really attached to it. I see it that um, I see it that it can go. To me, it can can be in. Pretty much in every inner city, I think. Yeah, it so it can be in every inner city, no, but no. you're, you, but that's not your no, goal. No. You're not attached to that goal. You, you know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, at first I wanted to do it in Baltimore, but yeah. I couldn't get the money. It was in Sandtown in Baltimore, mm-hmm. yeah, and West Baltimore, and and then it was just here in D.C. being able to know people, and I was able to, to, to get some sort of funding, you know. Yeah, because it's still, you know, I, I fund a lot of it, and then the other piece is just. You know, it's, it's interesting that the way you said the traditional grants are hard to get because of the the it's the difficult. way your program's structured. It, it, and it's difficult to fund. Um, is you know any nonprofit 
you know, it's been five years now, and, and it's and it's. First of all, I'm not good. That's You're not, not my fundraiser. thing. No, that's <laughs> yeah. not my thing. Yeah. But but at the same time, is you know something that I think is so easy. You know, politically, people can just give money like nothing. I'm right. thinking, right, right. You know, but this is different. You know, you get five dollars, you're happy. But five dollars right. for you don't. Right. You know, but but that's just a challenge. But but it's also you know, I think like stuff like this is happening, and yeah. this is kind of happening now. Yep. So it's like. Getting the word out. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. kind of naturally happening. It's, oh, I haven't right. pushed anything. If that well, makes sense well, to you. Go, go. If you're listening, go to runhopework.org. Yeah. Donate today. You, there's a where you awesome. can donate. Yeah. I will donate. Go to the homepage. Uh, you can go to the bottom there or the middle of the homepage and donate. And you can donate there. There's a lot of great stories, a lot of great videos. And it's a great program, man. Thank you, so, man. Yeah. So great, great Thank work. Thank you. Uh, can't wait to see what, uh, yeah. what comes next for you guys. And we'll be certainly following yeah. you uh, here at Pace the Nation. All right, man. Well, this has been awesome. All right. Great stuff. Jose, thank you so much for joining okay, us. Okay, great. Really great. appreciate it. All right. It's no Jose Ortiz. He yeah. is the founder of Run Hope Work, an amazing program right here in Washington, D.C. He joined us on Pace the Nation. We're going to take a quick break and be right back after this. Thank you. All right, welcome back to the program, and thanks again to Jose Ortiz for joining us today on Pace the Nation. Pace uh, the Nation. Really cool program that he has started and is leading their Run Hope Work. Check them out, runhopework.org. I'm serious. Go and donate. I'm doing that right now. Uh, give them you know, a couple bucks, whatever. Honestly, it's such a cool organization. Yeah, very cool. Such a cool organization. Such a great concept, um, and changing truly changing lives i really think he didn't mention that he wants to do this but i think that kind of model could really be successful in so many places i agree and could i mean with the right support could totally expand i felt like he was saying and i and i love putting words in other people's mouths (laughs) but i felt like he was saying that he would be happy if this program if other people started a similar program yeah Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be attached to 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 him yeah just as just as long as it happens. Yep, I truly think that's his his vision, and he's in it for the right reasons, which is super cool. Um, also, what was super cool is that um, the mayor called him during the program. Um, I'm not sure we should be putting his business out there, but he seemed like an open guy. Whatever. I think he's doing her floors or something, which uh, I think she was probably calling about. So yeah, I think um, we shouldn't talk about this. <laughs> All right. All right. So. I wanted to get to a, a, a couple running-related things here first off. Uh, hey. All right, so I wanted to get to a couple running-related things. Um, first off, wanted to talk about the Olympic trials, the marathon that's mm-hmm. happening in February, the marathon trials, the men's and women's U.S. marathon trials happening in February in Correct. Atlanta. Correct, Atlanta. Uh, we've had a few guests on mm-hmm. to talk about it. Most recently, I think most recently uh, – the, the one who's qualified and is was was on to talk about it was Jared Ward. Mm-hmm. We talked about the complicated scenario of how to qualify and if you're top for the three Olympics. for the Olympics, exactly. If you're top three and blah, blah. well, apparently um, that's no longer well. Not apparently, it officially is no longer the case. If you're top three at the trials, you go to the Olympics. So that's the deal now. So if you have a qualifying thing. If you have a qualifying time, but there isn't this crazy scenario anymore. Mm-hmm. All the uh, if-thens. There's no if-thens. The qualifying time is pretty set or is set. and Oh, because you have to have the qualifying time just to qualify for it's, the trial. It's attainable, and it's 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 going to be the people who qualify. People who are top three will qualify. It was like Jared and one other guy who had the qualifiers before, and now that's just out the window. So no longer is the case uh, on the men's side. On the women's side, there was sort of the same sort of jumbled mess. But so if you're top three at that race, uh, you qualify for the trials or for the Olympics. Uh, also, uh, I wanted to note about uh, the Olympic uh, trials coming up. You know who's going to be in it? A guy who is my age, Bernard Legat. Farley, I mean, you have a year. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not saying. I'm not saying I could. You know, I'm trying to just break three this fall. Um, Bernard Legat. Run the, ran the fastest time for a master ever recently. Um, he's run, he ran 210. 
I mean, could that guy make the Olympic team? You never know. I mean, if they're really going to go with the top three, go, and like, I know. anything could happen. He he is. Bernard Lagat was a long time ago the best miler in the in the world. I know. It's, and and he just keeps moving up in distance. It's crazy. He's going to be uh, beating Mike Wardian in a couple of years. <laughs> Look out, Wardian. You're in ultras. trouble. Yeah. I bet Bernard Lagat can finish the Barkley Marathons. Oh, 100%. You know what? I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. Now you're going to make a lot of people angry. <laughs> you're going to make really a lot of people that's angry. What, that's what I do. But uh, you know, you, when you see him, he's so relaxed when he's running. Yeah. Like, he's just cool and relaxed and just, like, you, it's, it looks He like looks he so cruise. smooth. Yeah. I know. So he did, All right. So he ran at 44. He ran 212.10. Um, and that was uh, July 5th. Um, so he ran 2.12.10 at this Gold Coast Marathon in Australia, uh, breaking Meb's record of 2.12.20 at 44. I mean, it's it's kind of ridiculous. So mm-hmm. uh, I think he'll be 44 when the race comes around. But, um, yeah. So anyways, I, I thought that was of, of note. Uh, we will have more participants of the Olympic trial, marathon trials, coming up here on Pace the Nation. So, uh be sure to continue to lock us in every single week. Uh, also, uh, in kind of professional running-related news, uh, uh, this past week was the U.S. Championships. Uh, they had a world team qualifying uh, event. It's It was a world team qualifier uh, in Des Moines. Uh, and uh, we had some of former guests uh, have some great performances mm-hmm. and – of course, with my list, I leave everybody out, but uh, <laughs> I, I know that um, that Matthew and Ben Blankenship um, were qualifiers in the 1500. Uh, Molly Huddle won the, the 10, 10K. For like the 10th year uh, in yeah, a row or unbelievable. something stupid yep. like that. Uh, Kate Grace uh, was fourth or fifth just off the team and there in the 1500. Uh, Gisette Norris, recent, recent guest, was 12th in the 5K. Uh, with a fantastic race, her last race in a Georgetown uniform. Uh, and I'm sure there's many others that I'm missing that we've had on mm-hmm. this program. But oh, I always, yeah, like, I'm always like to highlight the folks mm-hmm. that, were, uh, that were on Pace the Nation. But um, always a fun uh, event and some great stories that come out of, of the U.S. Championship. Oh, yeah, stories that I think kind of transcend running. So earlier this spring we did have – um, a guest on who highlighted her projects with um, oh, Lindsay Krause. Yeah, Lindsay yeah. Krause. Yeah. So she put out a couple of videos, one of which featured Allison Felix, mm. how Nike essentially offered her a 70% pay cut after um, her maternity leave. And she said no and has been essentially competing without a shoe sponsor. Wow. And rolled into nationals, doesn't win her event, but makes the, makes world, the world team. team. So she's essentially competing unattached at nationals, which wow. the only people who do that are college kids. Right. And uh, just today announced her uh, that she signed with Athleta and wow. a new contract that includes full maternity coverage. Very cool. So, you know, she's she's changing it. And you know what? If Athleta wants to really get in the running game, they've just yeah, totally they've put made their a, foot in it. Yeah, they, they've definitely made a splash there with one of the – you know, one of the, 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 the all-time great sprinters in U.S. history. So that's really, really cool. I saw Allison Felix in a hotel in Sacramento Did once. you? Yeah. Really? Yeah, she was walking this way, and I was walking that way. Was that at a U- U.S. Championships? Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah. That, she's, been, was in, she's been in it a long time, too. Man. I was starstruck because yeah. she's a legend. She is she a legend. Is. She was even a legend then. She was already, like, an Olympic champion at, like, uh, I think eight years old. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if eight is the right, no. word, but but Junior Olympics. Yeah. Are we counting I, that? I did like I did I did like reading her uh, high school coach's story about when she came out for the track team, and I think she's wearing high tops and right. out on the track, and and the coach had to like do a double take because he couldn't believe that uh, she was running so fast. He was like, "There's something wrong with the watch or the distance or something," because she's first day of practice and she's wearing high tops and she's probably <laughs> and she's already setting yeah she's <laughs> crushing everybody right. and and uh it, it was just really funny that you know i, I like that story yeah that's great. she's awesome Allison that's Felix fantastic awesome. all right well looking forward to those guys at worlds uh also at worlds kind of a local connection here uh drew hunter uh he's from loudon valley uh he made the world team in the 5k also 
Uh, Noah Lyles uh, is like the top sprinter in the country, and he went to T.C. Williams. T.C. Williams, he right, did. right down the street. Mm-hmm. So really cool to see those local guys. Remember the Titans doing 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 so well. Um, let's stick on the running, uh, Docs. How's how's your running going? We we wanted to catch up with what what you've been doing the last it's month and a half. It's been so long since we recorded. <laughs> I know. I think the last time we we recorded, I hadn't run this year. Mm. Uh, then I had I, I've been seeing Dr. Beck and mm-hmm. and he's putting some real good work in on my calf and got me to the point where I felt like I could go out and put lace up the shoes again and run okay uh, and so I like basically had this idea that I was going to run every day for the rest of the year hmm. I didn't follow through with that but I I was thinking at least like one mile like just just to be a runner you know just to just to have my body go through I that. love it exercise whatever uh but i've been running a bit so and i my high school friends had invited me out to uh the the tahoe ragnar which i ran a couple years ago i don't know if you remember that and they were doing it again and they and you said yes well they they invited me out and i said i can't run like i'm I'm not going to be i won't be able to run but uh they're like just come out come hang out someone's got to drive the van (laughs) <laughs> and well, it's a trail race, so no. you have to start oh, so you and finish. Just, but yeah, they were like, gotcha. you can you can be the coach. But it, well, interesting enough, somebody does have to drive because uh, we rent a house rather than stay in tents mm-hmm. and then drive down back and forth from the house. Uh, so I said, yeah, I'll do that. That's fine. And then I, I think the race was Friday, the Sunday before the race. Chris Banks texts me and he says. Hey, so go ahead and sign up for the team. We're, we're uh, three people short. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? What? I was like, I can't run. He's like, you could just do the easy lag, whatever. It's fine. Uh, I was like, I, I haven't even run three miles yet. Uh, but for some reason, I signed up. And so then I said, like, all right, well, I, I guess I'll go run three miles today to make sure I could do it. And, uh, you know, fast forward, uh, somehow I'm out in California and I'm – leading off the race it's such a stupid thing to do and Um, how long is the first leg well i think it was like it's it's a little over three and a half miles maybe okay uh part of it which you're i mean you're 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 running at a ski slope and you're running up these hills okay so you're walking it's it's definitely the easiest of the three legs that i did the easy leg right Mm -hmm. so i go to the start line and i'm i'm geared up and i was nervous because I, 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 I get really nervous about races now and I'm standing at the start line and I look over and there's this team uh, that we're competing against taking pictures and they're all wearing UVA gear <laughs> and I and I look at them and they're all very very young and I look at them and I said can I take a picture with you guys and it turns out that they were part of the UVA triathlon team and graduated within the last three years all of them the eight of them uh, so that was kind of cool. One girl went to Yorktown High School. Wow. One girl went to West Potomac High School. So they were locals as well. Nice. Um, and uh, I went to the start line, and I, the UVA girl was was next to me, and we start running. And we're like, you go. We start running downhill, and she's like, starts talking to me, like, oh yeah, I did this, and I was like, how much have you been running? She's like, oh, I just did two marathons recently. And I was like, you're gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> like I haven't I haven't even worked my way up to three miles. This is you know anyway. So so once we got to a a hill, she took off, and uh, I actually finished my leg uh, and put the guys at a huge deficit. So it was good for them to have people to chase the rest of the race. <laughs> well, and 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 Chris Banks and and Mike Conway who uh, ran at West Springfield and Pat Bernard, but. Uh, I don't think Pat listens, and probably right. Chris doesn't listen either, but Mike Conway listens, so let's yeah, throw let's him some praise. Him. Right. Uh, those guys all ran, you know, four legs or more, and just unbelievable. And they're, they're, they're so super talented, they can still run at this age, and I need like 650 days to get ready to run a three-miler. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed you did it, man. Good for you. I'm for, shocked and for, surprised. I, I'm impressed yeah. you did it, and you you are been helped. running since too. Yeah, so you're helped. maybe that's mm-hmm. what you needed just to shock your system yeah. to get over the hump. Just just kick me in the in the yeah. back. So yeah. both of my co-hosts are now running regularly. I love it. Mm-hmm. This is awesome. <laughs> and you are not. That's <laughs> the crazy thing. I know. I didn't run yesterday. Uh, oh no, a little under the weather. But 
All right. Um, well, that's uh, that's probably accounts for most of the month and a half you've been gone. Um, All I did was run. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good. Run and watch Netflix. Yeah. Um, well, I. Uh, but it, Chris, I have another story. Okay. Yes. Uh, which because it hasn't. It's been such a long time. I texted your you show. this. Go ahead. Yep. While I was streaking, mm-hmm. you know, there's like two weeks in a row. Not get your mind out of the gutter. When I was <laughs> when I was when I was running every day, I would run up one of my one of the side streets in my neighborhood. There's like these families that that are somebody's always outside, right? And then one day I was running by. I think it was on my my three mile run. Uh, the Sunday before my race, I'm running by and they're all out. There's like eight adults sitting around drinking beers and, you know, 50 kids running around playing and all this kind of stuff. And as I'm running up, I hear them talking about me. They say, there he is, there he is. And like, so apparently... You're the running guy. I'm the running guy. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the like crazy weird running guy. Do you remember... When we were in college, it was a British bulldog, yep, and we talked yep, about that guy. Have, and you'd, yep. you'd see him, and you'd be the sighting, whatever. I am their British bulldog. <laughs> see, that is that's pretty. I mean, hey, if there's that's not a bad claim to fame. That's pretty cool that yeah. they think of you as the running local the, crazy running the guy. Crazy, the yeah. crazy weirdo. Meanwhile, yeah. he talks about on this show how awful his running goes. <laughs> his neighbors thinks he's a running god. They're like he's out, he's out there every day. <laughs> but they, they said something, so I like, I I I gave them a little. Fist pump, and, then they, and they just went crazy. That's cool. Yeah. All right, um, <clears throat> Docs. Let's That's uh, your dream. You want to be. I you know. want to be the British bulldog, Farley. I, 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 I achieved this I, I before did. you did. Yeah. All right. Um, I wanted to transition to somewhat of a uh, serious story here. Uh-huh. Um, uh, the story of Frank Meza, a seven-year-old runner who was accused uh, of cheating. And marathons by former guest uh, Derek Murphy of Marathon Investigator. Now, Derek does uh, a great job um, trying to sort of police the sport, and we've had him on the program before. Yeah. Um, and he, along with some of his um, sleuths that he has out there, uh, found uh, that this guy, the 70 year old uh, Frank Meza, was cheating in these races um, and running, you know close to three hours for marathons or just about under 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 three hours crazy fast some crazy fast no no no, like this is crazy because before before this story broke i actually read in the la times a a defense story Mm -hmm. about this guy and i texted it to you yep and and i wanted to talk about it on the show because what was really interesting to me was that the la times was telling the story as if he wasn't cheating right and and that's the way they presented the story, and the, and the story was presented where hey, this is a guy who's who's come into his own uh, after he retired and and took up running and is is running these incredible times, and the running community isn't accepting him and and doesn't believe his his times. Yeah, it was it was an interesting uh, article to it, and I, that's what I wanted to talk about, but we just didn't have time on on the show to talk about it. Yeah, and I, I remember you said let's talk about it, and I, I don't. I'm sorry, I blew it off because it, it was um, a, a crazy story, and it became a pretty much a national story later on um, when uh, I guess when we were off, maybe around the Fourth of July. He, yeah, it was the Fourth um, of July. Fourth of July, he was found dead in a river in L.A. Um, in L.A., uh, Frank Meza was was found dead in a river in L.A. and I've never seen it being classified or defined as a suicide. I did saw you, that the did next you see week. That? Okay, mm-hmm. all right. Um, but it's just a tragic story that obviously. I mean, he was obviously shaken by the allegations. I mean, there was no but question the, he was cheating. There was no the, question. The right? thing is, um, but it just shook him to his core and really. I mean, he couldn't get past it. It seemed like yeah. Before in 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 in, discuss, in, in like interviews that he had, um, he this was, is this has been going on died. for years yeah. and years and years, yeah. where uh, he would have questionable marathon times, and I, I believe he was he was disqualified from maybe the LA marathon twice, mm-hmm. uh, and he he would say things it 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 reminded me of uh lance armstrong like his his response was like next year i'll run the race and you can run with me uh and you'll see that i'm that that it's legit 
And then, so he would do that, and then he wouldn't show up. He would register for the race, but he wouldn't show up for that. He'd instead go run a race up in, in uh, the, the Bay Area or something like that and say, oh, you know, like he always had reasons why he wouldn't do that. But he, w- he was always like in everybody's face about it yeah. saying, I'm running these times, and you can run with me and verify it. It's ridiculous that these allegations are there. Um, yeah, he was – yeah, and he was like – But it's, it's, not even, it's not even that he was cheating or, or whatever – he was his times were breaking the world record for his age, age group, group. Yeah. which is which is why it's a bigger story. Uh, why people were not happy with uh, the results because you know, and and I think we've talked about this too before that the severity of of what you're doing. If 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 you if he's just going out there and and I guess what he was doing was he was jumping on his bike. Yep. Uh, and, and he would ride his bike for six or seven miles and his splits didn't make any sense for that, for that time. Um, it would, it would just be way too yeah, fast be, and, yeah. and he wasn't on pace. And, you know, if, if he was just doing this and he was finishing the marathon in four hours and just getting the medal, I don't think it would have been that big of a deal. But the fact that he was so defiant about it and, you know, establishing these these uh world records in his age group so vociferous in the the fact that he was doing it legally i mean it was crazy how upset he'd get and animated he'd get and i I think derek murphy had a you know pretty good evidence against him. oh he had an amazing breakdown Uh, i mean he had he had a picture of him on a bike on the bike in the san francisco marathon Marathon investigation gps watches or phone gps like you can run a live tracker on your phone and very easily See, see I know where someone is it's it, it, he he couldn't i mean there's just no way he could fake these there's no way you can do it now well so so anyway like one one component of the uh story is that the let's run community really piled uh, on like really piled on yeah and and they can be very aggressive yeah and i think that that there were other people outside of Derek Murphy that were sending him threatening yeah. uh, messages as well. And that that really bothered him too. But the crazy thing is it didn't stop him from from cheating. Yeah. Or should we say allegedly cheating? I don't know how right. this whole thing works. But I works. also think it was still a disproportionate response. Like, okay, you can file a report. You can ask the marathon to kick out his time. But at that point, you got you to gotta let it go. Like, why are you... For sure, piling on and bullying this person and, it's right. and escalating. It's definitely bullying. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, Derek Murphy did. Um, he was obviously affected. Uh, we've I've reached out to him for comment, and I, you know, I probably and that's totally fine that we won't. Uh, he he wouldn't probably comment with us on it, but uh, he was obviously affected. He had a statement on his uh, website, uh, marathoninvestigation.com, saying that. Um, he, it's been extremely difficult and emotional for, for, for him, and he's, he acknowledges it's, it's even more difficult and emotional for those who love Frank Meza. Um, he re- wanted to thank everybody for thoughtful messages, um, and he's not sure what he's going to do with a marathon investigation. I mean, it's that aff- affected him that much. I think he's going to come out with another statement, but... Um, what do you guys think? I, I mean, I think he should keep doing what he's doing. He obviously loves what he's doing. Um, he's policing the sport like nobody else is. But I think the question is more the publicity of it. So he can that still leads police to the like this and then just contact the marathons directly. He's created this, right? not form. necessarily a falling, but a, a legitimacy mm-hmm. to his investigations. And maybe he continues to do it, but not do so publicly. Right. He doesn't have to have the blog that posts these individuals and, and calls and them out, calls shames them, out. them. Yeah. yeah, I think there is a little bit of space in this for, for mm-hmm. public shaming. Obviously not on this scale, but you know, right. if, if one of your friends cheats in a marathon, like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to give him a hard time for it. Sure. And, I hadn't thought about that. I, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that's, I yeah. think I think the work that he does is 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 important mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because before before this nobody was doing it. Right, I agree. And right. and the race directors have way too much stuff to do to right. uh, track all of these people down. Yeah. Um, but I, I you know it's it's really tough because if he doesn't have the public blog, he's probably not raising the money and and yeah. so it's it, you mm-hmm. know like maybe what do you do? You have like maybe uh, the BAA uh, and 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 other marathons. 
maybe support him, support him yeah. or something like this might, Get might him be a the, job. the answer. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, because you're right. He, he, these are sensational stories that people read about and comment on. I mean, mm-hmm. the stuff on his website or the stuff on Let's Run just gets more action and comments than yes because yeah. it's sensational but I like yeah Doc's also, idea. you know it you know if you're running in a race let's just say i register for a marathon not gonna happen um <laughs> but i register for a marathon and i see that the marathon investigator is going to have a role in verifying the results i think that gives it a, an extra little yeah. boost of legitimacy yeah and maybe you wouldn't get on a bike and not saying you would <laughs> i don't know i think i'm at risk yeah. for that all right. Well, what if the bear that mauls me finishes the race? Like somehow it's chip? got my chip. Yeah, the the the, the I think you get credit for that. I think you should. Yeah. yeah. All right. This podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area DC locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Uh, we've got exciting news coming up for Pacers Running. Uh, I'm, I'm not. We're not going to mention it quite yet. No but spoilers. Stay tuned to, to the podcast. Some very exciting news. Especially for you, DC residents. I don't uh, even know what up. it is. I don't <laughs> right, like well, the, those I'll, kind of teasers. I'll tell you off air. Uh, so and then I'll uh, tell everybody. You, you'll uh, you'll find that out on our podcast, um, and you'll find it out on RunPacers.com. I'm currently negotiating to break the news on our podcast, um, but okay, yeah, stay tuned for that. Remember that one time when you when you told me that you had a story, yeah, and you're going to have a guest on, yeah. and then I had to wait <laughs> six months to find out what it was, but yeah. then I did. Dan Sullivan. Yes. Yeah, it was a Dan yeah. Sullivan, <laughs> Dan and he Sullivan. went to a baseball game with Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder, yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, I, I trust you with, with <laughs> not yes, forgetting. I won't forget. Um, all right. A couple last things here. Um, so This is a very long world, show because we haven't recorded in eight weeks. Right, right. Sorry. The World Cup. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. US won. Yeah. Quick comments from you guys, please. Oh, amazing. I cried I mean, at the bar. <laughs> you did. Nice. Uh, uh, pretty incredible. Yes. Docs. Well, it was, it was a, a great run. Um, U.S. women pulled it off. I think that they were the favorites. It was it was a bit of a relief when they mm-hmm. won because, you know, in sports, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. They deserved to win. Uh, and so I'm, I'm happy that they got that fourth star. Uh, Farley, you're going to have to get a new jersey. <laughs> I am. Yep. Because because the three-star jersey is no longer valid. A number 17, mm-hmm. Tobin Heath. Yep. Yes, with four mm-hmm. stars yep. on it. Mm-hmm. Um just one thing, like the highlight of the tournament for me was was Rose Lavelle's uh, goal to oh, clinch it. Beautiful. And when when she scored goal. the goal, she was falling down. And if you watch the replay, instead of bracing herself as she's because she was knocked down, instead of bracing herself, she's celebrating the goal on the way down to the ground. <laughs> right. That's the highlight More of the tournament important. for me. Yeah, that's very cool. And Rose Lavelle plays for, uh, for the, the Washington Spirit. She's a local yep. player. Go watch yeah, the I, the women's pro league, please. Yeah, yeah I think it's going to be. Uh, I think it was game changing, uh, groundbreaking stuff they they did this uh, World Cup. So it'll be fun to see what the next uh, next phase of this soccer uh, women's soccer is. Well, my my former coach Jill Ellis resigned from the women's national team. Your former so, coach. Yeah, she yeah. was. I went to their camp. I went to her father's <laughs> okay. camp. Okay. When I was a kid, and Jill Ellis was one of the uh, coaches at the camp. Which is which is uh, so I'm I'm curious which one of my uh, uh, former coaches is going to take the job next. <laughs> Might be my dad because my dad was like my coach most of the time. That'd be awesome. Um, I'm I don't think my dad would be a very good uh, women's national team well, coach at this point in his career. Yeah. No offense, pops. Um, Maybe I'll take that out because he listens. <laughs> um, all right, uh, and then I wanted to find. I wanted to finish the stories, the the, the podcast on this. Um, I saw mm-hmm. this and I said, I got I got to mention to you guys. Um, this this Olympic gold medalist, Greg Rutherford. Uh, he's from Britain. Uh, he won the gold medal. Oh, I remember him. Jump, yeah, in the long jump in 2012, well, we were at the London Olympics together. Yep. Um, so you know he hasn't competed for a while. And uh, he posted a picture because he's swimming across some channel and some channel, probably some, the English channel, probably the English channel. Yeah. Uh, so he posts this picture of him or MTV uh, on uh, on Instagram with him laying in the channel or with on a the massive beach or, thigh tattoo yeah, with a huge thigh tattoo. But um, people commented about how fat he was and get back in shape. Well, I get it now. What? Yeah, and how he has a dad bod, and I'm like. Um, I need a reality check for every I mean, single person. I've never, 
I'm I'm never taking my shirt off again if that guy's got a dad bod. I mean, that <laughs> mission accomplished. That's great. That's what that's what we were aiming yeah. for with this story. So, uh, I but I, I think I remember him, and I think that he was a very very skinny guy. Skinny, yeah. Like, like look at really if you Google skinny. you Google him from his his. Uh, so I, I don't think that that picture is fair. I think if you look at the before and after. Yeah, there there are. Uh, yeah, you could Google it. And but that that picture right there is is a body that that ninety nine percent of the population yeah. should strive for. I, I think we would take. Yeah, <laughs> people, people call him fat and he had a mm-hmm. dad bod and all that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, I think none of us are paying attention to the real issue in the photograph, which is the neon pink swim trunks. <laughs> yeah, 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 those neons um, in. Yeah, neon pink. Those are nice. Well. Um, I'd rather that than him wearing a bit banana hammock. So, <laughs> can I say banana hammock? This is out of control. Uh, I don't know. All right. All right, guys. Great show. Great to be back in the studio. That was our best show of the month <laughs> so far. In the two uh, in the two hundreds, uh, it's the best show that we've done post two hundred for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can I can all uh, boy. We can, we can give it a lot of accolades. <laughs> yes. All right, thanks to uh, our guest today, Jose Ortiz of Run Hope Work. Runhopework.org. Check them out. uh, Donate uh, to that great cause. Great thing that he's doing over here in D.C. All right, we did end the show on Banana Hammock. I can't believe it. Mm -hmm. Well, first time ever. Yeah, it sets a new tone for the new uh, shows in the 200s, I guess. All right. Thank you to the listeners. Thanks to Tess. Thanks to Docs. I'm Chris Farley. This is Space Nation. We'll see you next week. That's a, the people upstairs, it's like a telltale heart. It's going to drive me freaking nuts. And then I'm going to go insane. Again. I have never seen people go to the, the best New York style pizza place in the, in the world and get a full pizza. I know. And that's the second person that's walked by with a full pizza from that place. Yeah. I thought that I place was a place that you go when you have had a lot to drink and you just want to slice a pizza. Like who's who's making a real meal out of that? <clears throat> Working on Easter eggs right now. Why don't you check that chocolate bar out of your mouth before you talk? I know. My second one. Your second chocolate bar? I'm I'm checking my levels for when I yell at you. It's just a sound check. Great to be uh, back together here. We haven't started recording yet, so don't patronize us until until <laughs> the mics are rolling. Well, then I don't think honest, the mics are rolling until the tape all. is rolling. Yeah. yeah, the tape is rolling. Mics are stationary. I haven't missed you guys at all. <laughs> so if the mics aren't on.